Welcome to the How of Car Washing, the podcast that helps the car wash owner, operator, and manager address the challenges and opportunities associated with building and running automated car washes in today's fast-paced environment. And now, here are your hosts, David Begin and Henry Lopez. Hi, and welcome to this episode of the How of Car Washing. This is your host, David Begin, and my guest today is Claire Moore, the Chief Content Officer, new title there, we'll talk about that a little later, of the International Car Wash Association, based in Chicago, Illinois. She's been with the ICA for how long now? 15 years in May. 15 years, so it's, she's, a, she's, she's a long-timer. She's been... Uh, been good. She's a Villanova basketball fan. If you want to ask her that, she did her undergraduate degree and she had an MBA from Notre Dame. And I've uh, had the pleasure of working with Claire on the ICA board. She's been a dear friend for many, many years. And I wanted to talk to her about an event that ICA had in November, uh, Women in Car Washing. Claire, thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Yeah. So it was like November, wasn't it? When the event yeah, was? November 15th and 16th, we had the Women's Leadership Experience. Okay. Better title. Better title <laughs> than that I came up with. Okay, great. So what, what prompted that idea to have that event? I know it was kind of something that had been incubating for a while. and Yeah. For about uh, four or five years now, we've been thinking about how do we sort of engage these specialty groups within the ICA. And, and women in the industry was one that had constantly been top of mind and there seemed to be a real need for so for a few years uh, I want to say in 2014 and 15 we held receptions at the car wash show for women in the industry to connect with each other and those were successful Um, car wash magazine for a number of years now has been featuring women in car washing uh, and doing some profiles we knew that women in this industry are an underrepresented group and that they had some needs around leadership training and some content uh, that was specific to them about how to communicate and, and be a leader in this industry. And so uh, last year at the Car Wash Show, we decided to hold a session on the last day to sort of use it as a focus group to find out what needs were specific and unique to women in this industry that we might be able to create some sort of training or a, a leadership event around. And we had about 50 people show up, which for the last morning of the show was always a great yeah, thing. Yeah, if you got 50 people showing up anywhere on the last day of the show, that's, Very a, that's a win. <laughs> Especially in Las Vegas at 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, and we had a facilitator come in and really drive the content for that meeting. So what was important to women and um, what were the conversations that they wished to have? And one of the big themes that came from that was how to attract and retain women in the industry. Uh, it seemed like there's a we're able to attract women into working in the car wash or even working for our vendor companies, but there seems to be a real issue with uh, retaining women. And so there was a lot of eagerness around having a conversation about that. There was a lot of conversation about gender bias around women in the industry and how to overcome that and communicate more effectively uh, without... Uh, without gender becoming an issue. And then finally, the third issue that rose to the top that we didn't end up addressing in this first iteration of this program, but maybe we will in the future, was how to attract more women as customers uh, into the car wash. So we had a group that discussed that. So out of that first session, we really found that uh, there was definitely a need to get women together to create a network and to create a mentoring program. Um, and the first women's leadership experience was born out of that, which we held in November. Good, good. So how many people attended? So we had just under 100 people attend the first session, which was great. Uh, we had three men. Yeah, I was wondering <laughs> which how many was awesome. men attended. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I mean, we specifically marketed it, and we specifically wanted to have the content 
be not only for women, but for those who support women. And the three men who attended were fantastic in the sense that they brought some of their own staff and they really wanted to understand uh, what unique needs women have in working in the car wash industry and how they can better serve the women that work for them. So we thought that was great. And we highly encourage more men to participate. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. What was what was the agenda over that time? What were some of the... So we had three sort of parts to the program. Um, we had a great networking reception the evening before, and uh, that was really just in, intended to be a, an informal get-together for folks to get to know each other. We had a really healthy mix of vendors and operators that participated in this program. And I, I have to say, I think it's probably one of the first ICA events that we've had that where everyone was a participant. It wasn't just vendors who were sponsoring. It was vendors who really wanted to participate in the program um, and, uh, and, and operators, of course, also. And so that networking event was a great way to bring people together. And then the full program, the first day, we had um, a very open and candid discussion, again, around this idea of how do we attract and retain women in the industry. And we had a great facilitator, Claudia St. John. Many of you probably know her. She's spoken at the show for a number of years. Um, She runs our human resources program that's a member benefit for ICA members. Um, And she facilitated what's called a world cafe. So essentially, we had people sitting at small tables like they were meeting for a meal. And we started having this conversation about how do we attract and retain more women into the industry. And we allowed people to have that conversation at their table. And then we rotated them around two or three times to generate new ideas uh, and to meet other people and get different perspectives. And then we reported back on some of the ideas that came out of that. And it was a really, really great idea generating session. And we captured a lot of the responses for that. Um, with a graphic recorder. So you may have seen in Car Wash Magazine this last issue, uh, the winter issue where we recapped that program. Uh, all of these discussions were captured with a graphic recorder. So we have this kind of graphic representation of all the ideas that came out of that meeting. What's a graphic recorder? So it's almost like a cartoonist. If you remember, do you remember those old FedEx? I think it was FedEx or UPS commercials where they were almost like little cartoons. Okay, they were drawing? They were. They okay. were drawing. Okay. So our graphic recorder was part of those conversations and listening to what everybody was reporting back and the ideas being generated and then was graphically representing those ideas up on a, a big giant sort of meter board that was uh part of the uh part of the program exactly okay right. I'm, I'm looking at it right here that's yeah that so that's is. one okay. of them there were Good. six of them that were created out of that meeting and so instead of just having you know a list of ideas that you can take home we now had this great visual representation of all of the great ideas that were were that came about from that meeting And then the second part of the program was really focused on communication. And I think really honestly where women might struggle the most is really around communication. We all know that men and women communicate differently. And so when you're perhaps an underrepresented employee in any organization, half the the battle sometimes I think is just being able to communicate effectively. So we had a great body language specialist. Her name was Patty Wood. And Patty has... I mean, all kinds of great experience. She analyzes body language for a living. She's kind of the renowned expert in this area. Um, you'll, you probably will recognize her. On, she's been on several news outlets and whatnot during presidential elections and all kinds of interesting body language opportunities, if you will, <laughs> analyzing what people really mean. And so she ran an awesome session on body language, communication, and gender differences and really pointed out you know, just the difference in how men and women approach conversations sometimes and, and how women need to, how they can uh, recognize male cues and what they really mean. Um, sometimes, for example, women might 
uh, feel almost like uh, a man is coming at them and going to battle. And that's just the way men communicate with each other. And so being able to understand that and really being able to do that in sort of a whimsical way, it was a great session and got people up and moving and talking through it. And I think um, it was certainly one of the highlights of the meeting. That's great. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And then the final part of the presentation um, was we had one of the the biggest items that came out of that meeting in Las Vegas was that women felt like they needed almost a safe space to talk about some of these issues and people to talk who understood them. And so um, I think we named the session Creating Your Village and Finding the People That You Can Kind of Put in Your Corner to Bounce Ideas Off and 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 act as mentors, men or male or female. And so we had three wonderful um, female role models, if you will, kind of tell their story about how they came into the industry and how they've risen through the ranks. So uh, Pam Pyro, who's the CEO of Unitech, uh, Katie Pierce, who's the director of sales over at Sunny's, but also a car wash owner, a former car wash owner. And then uh, Claudia Crea, who's the CEO of Qualcomm, uh, sat on a panel, again, facilitated by Claudia and sort of told their stories about how they had come into the car wash industry and how they've been successful in the car wash industry. And then we had a very open discussion uh, with everybody in the room about how you find those people that help you throughout your career. So it wasn't necessarily about finding a female mentor necessarily, because actually all three women would tell you that it wasn't a female mentor perhaps that got them where they are today in the industry, but really about finding those people who lift you up who you can bounce career advice off of um, and who are going to help support your career growth within the industry. Uh, And it was a, it was a lovely open, really candid and and really awesome discussion about mentorship and and the importance of that. Yeah. So what were some of the takeaways? I mean, and when they left after the session, what do you think they went away with? Well, a lot of this was how do we continue the conversation? Um, And so we've created a, a Facebook group that is still in its infancy, but we're inviting people to join that. Um, it's called the ICA Women's Leadership Experience. So folks can join that Facebook group to continue the conversation. We know we want to have more of these and be able to create this sort of safe space for women to get together and really be able to uh, discuss the issues that they're facing, whether it's communication issues, where it's whether it's uh, career advancement or any of those items um, in a place where they feel like they're supported and they have uh, the, right, the right tools to do so. So it wasn't necessarily setting up a mentor program no, not like a one-on-one mentor program yet, yeah. though I think you could argue, and uh, there was a great moment uh, in the uh, in that section where I, it was a site manager from one of our uh, operating companies and a CEO of one of our vendor companies who both kind of got up next to each other and were like, hey, I learned so much from each, we learned so much from each other today during this session, and I probably would never have an opportunity to sit down with a site manager and think that you, site manager, 25 years old, is going to teach me vendor CEO, um, who's been around for a while, uh, something new about our industry. And so although a formal mentorship uh, program wasn't started at this point, I think there were a lot of really neat and unique connections that were formed as a result of that session. That's good. That's yeah. good. That's terrific. Good. So there there are, because it is an automotive industry, I mean, we, we kind of get lumped in automotive. Yep. There's generally biases in the automotive industry, right? Yes. That is de- definitely a male... The male industry. I think I think the automotive industry, automotive dealerships have found that to be very, very different. And they've been able to incorporate women into a lot of different areas of their business. If you go to the dealerships, there's women. I think the last vehicle I bought, you know, I worked with a woman. Mm-hmm. If you go get your car serviced, you know, a lot of times there's women. I had a, a gal that worked for me 
here that went to go work for a dealership. So she's going to be a service advisor because she loves yeah. vehicles and all that. But there, there's a certain influence that women can bring. And I've, I've had car washing women. Well, I've had women work for me that are car. I've had a site manager who yeah. was a, uh, a woman. And it, it brings a different dynamic to the workplace. It brings a leveling dynamic, I think, to the workplace when you can include both men and women together, mm-hmm. working together. Yeah. Some of the unique, I mean, women are much better at things, you know, certain things than men are, to be honest. I think they, they tend to be more sensitive. They, they kind of kind of sense situations better. I think they're better at customer service. I don't know what you think, but I think in general, they can be better at customer service because their sensitivities are. Yeah, women in general, and we're yeah. speaking, obviously. Very, very, very big generalities generally, here. We, yeah, we don't, we're, being, <laughs> um, we're being very careful here. Tend but. to be more empath- empathetic. And yeah. so they're great to have in front of your customers because, yeah. you know, you ha- they, I think uh, women are better at diffusing situations sometimes. So if you have an unhappy customer, it's great for you to to put your female site manager or female employee in front of that person because they can tend to bring out the core of the issue a little bit more easily sometimes. I mean, that's a, a big genera- generality. But um, I also think women are incredibly um, good at multitasking. And this was one of the things I think that was talked about in the, the communication differences. Mm-hmm. Women naturally, you know, play roles as um, – Balancing work life and family life and motherhood and all of those things forces women to be very, very good at multitasking. And so they're usually great problem solvers. They're really good at getting a lot of different things done in a fast amount of time. And so they're awesome to have on staff. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. I was looking at some of the comments that were made. And I want to talk about a couple of them. I think they are important because when you do go to the trade show, the the dynamic sometimes between men and women. And there was a lot of comments made. And I just I love this. See if I can find the one here. Men not thinking, right, will go into a booth and automatically look for the other men mm. and not not realizing that maybe, you know, there's there's women that work for that company that are the subject matter experts. What's what typically happens there? Yeah, so that's that was talked about quite a bit um, in Las Vegas and then also at the session in uh, Chicago about sort of breaking those stereotypes that women don't have the authority or they don't have the knowledge to be able to share. So you hear it from both sides. You hear about um, men walking into a trade show booth and asking one of the, the women in the booth, like, who can I talk to about engineering? She's like, well, you can talk to me. You know, yeah. like, yeah. I'm an engineer. You know, you don't expect that necessarily, but that women are the experts in their field too. Um, you also hear about it in the opposite uh, realm where female business owners or um, female operators will walk into a booth and somebody will say, well, where, where's your husband? Um, and, oh. and listen, I mean, I think our, our industry for a very long time has been um, a lot of husband and wife teams that ran businesses. Um, and oftentimes the females weren't necessarily the primary owner. They might have been in charge of accounting or marketing. And I think that's still quite prevalent in this industry. But I think you're seeing a lot more female business owners um, and entrepreneurs. And so it's just a little bit of a gender stereotype that I think um, we're looking to overcome. No, I think that's great. And I love the comment here. Can I get a guy to help me? I mean, I, I we, we have a, we have a colleague that uh, is in our enhancement group, Mike Black, where he's got a woman site manager and he's, he's had got multiple yeah. female site managers. And he's had a number of times, you know, where men have come in, Hey, can I get a guy to help me here? You know, it's like, what, yeah. <laughs> what, what are you thinking? What are you saying? Yeah. And a lot of this bias, right? So, you know, it's ingrained culture, it's ingrained bias, but you know, these, these, I mean, you know, times are different now, mm-hmm. and we need to be aware of those biases and be sensitive to those biases. And 
you know, if, if we do have those type of biases where it's a male, it is still a male dominated industry, but, sure. but, you know, you talked about the list of women CEOs that are vendors. We got a lot of women CEO vendor CEOs. We've got a lot of women car wash owners. We do now more so than ever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, th- I think, uh, we've got a great community of women who are eager to be more involved and eager to be, um, leaders in this industry. And so this, this program is really meant to lift them up, right? And to be able to give them the opportunities to network with others and to re- really be able to give them the confidence to know that that's an opportunity and, and a, an option for them. So, Right. I'd love to have more women working for me. And I think the challenge we have as car wash owners and managers is how do you hire women? How do you, can you target women? Do you not target women? You know, I think um, you might know this better than I would, but I think Oftentimes, women probably don't look at a car wash and think that's where I want to work, right? It's just, just as there are biases that already exist, it probably exists from a female perspective, too. Like, what kind of job am I going to have there? And I think you forget that a large amount of the job in the car wash industry is really about being in front of customers. And women are great at, at customer service and, and, like we talked about, again, that empathetic arm for them. So I think, you know, if you want to recruit more women, you have to show them, A, that there's a career path that's available for them. Um, but also that there are, that, that it's an attractive place for them to work. And part of that is keeping your site looking nice and make all the same things that you do to market to women. Um, you know, women don't like to come to a dark, grungy site. They want a place that feels clean and, and safe to them. And so I think the same thing goes when you're hiring women. But you have to show them that there's a, a great career available, I think, for women in the car wash industry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd be great. You know what would be great is to do a session at one of the shows for men mm-hmm. on how to incorporate women into your car wash Well, business. I think if you talk to the, the three men that were a part of this program, they, they would say that they learned a lot from listening to the conversations of the women around them. So um, when we do this again in November, we highly encourage more men to participate. Yeah, I think it'd be great. I, I tried to go in November. I think I had a conflict, but I yeah. really thought it'd be interesting to go because I think it'd be good to sit down and listen and and figure out you know ways because I think it's an untapped market. We look at the the ICA car wash study. You know, there's there's statistics that are done as far as you know how many are you how many between men and women, and mm-hmm. more women come to car washes than men do. I mean, the exterior. Percentage is 58%. The full serve is a little less, 44%. Uh, in-bay automatic, so the rollover is 56%. Self-serve, 48%. So even self-serve, yep. almost half the people using those are women. Yeah, I mean, I think, obviously, we've, we've done lots of conversations about women as a, as a customer. I mean, women are core customers. I think that's why a lot of operators have ladies' days and things like that. Um, so like I said, all of the things that, that you would be doing to market to women – um, are the same things that you can be do, doing to attract more women to work in your in your business. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and don't make assumptions, I guess, if you're going to recruit women. I mean, I uh, my site manager was a tremendous mechanical mm-hmm. person. She loved, oh yeah, she loved tearing into things. You know, she she was a great mechanic. And you know, again, if you have a bias, how oh, women can't be mechanics. You know, just just go to your dealerships and look around and see what's going on there, how many women are involved in automotive dealerships. That's what should be, we should be seeing in the car wash industry. Well, I'll tell you another reason um, we looked at this program was I uh, I became familiar with SEMA's, I'm going to think about what, a, what the, I think they call it, the Women's Business Network that SEMA has. Okay. And this is like a really big, growing market for SEMA, and SEMA being the aftermarket um, auto uh, show that they have, and I think association. And uh, I mean, they even have they 
they've got awards for women in the industry. I mean, they really are lifting up their women because, again, you don't think about women um, in the aftermarket uh, world either. But there is a that they really want to show that women are a huge part of that industry. And I think um, they're doing a great job. So we've we've looked a lot at what they're doing and, and hope to emulate that at some point. Good. Yeah, that'd be terrific. I, yeah, I think the more we can do along those lines, I think the, you know, we'll give it an emphasis and a focus would be great. Yeah. So when when's the next event? We don't have the dates solidified yet. Um, and we're working on the content right now. So hopefully by the time the car wash show rolls around in May, we'll have uh, registration ready to go and the event announced, but we'll be sometime in November back in Chicago again. Um, and we are having a get together at, uh, the car wash show for the women who attended the last session and, and asking them to bring a friend, um, so that we can continue to, to, to the networking, um, so that we can continue to grow this network of women, um, that really want to meet each other and, and, and promote that, uh, at all of the events that we do. Good, good. Okay, well, we'll look forward to that. And if you want to go to the website, carwash.org, all things car washing there would be super. So good. Well, we navigated that minefield pretty effectively, I think. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) This is David Begin. Before we continue with this episode, I have a few questions for you. Are you planning on opening a car wash and getting overwhelmed? Are you a bit confused and searching for unbiased advice? Or you're an existing car wash operator searching for ways to improve your employee turnover or trying to solve other operational challenges. I have faced and overcame some of the same obstacles over the past 15 years to help develop a very successful car wash business. I can provide you with the guidance you need to help you navigate and solve the challenges we all face in this business. If you want to learn more about my one-on-one car wash coaching program, then I invite you to schedule a free coaching call with me. Please text the word FOAM to 31996 and I'll reply with a link to schedule your free call. Let's chat about one of the challenges you're facing and let me help you gain some clarity. Again, please text the word FOAM, F-O-A-M, to 31996. Let's talk about the show. Yeah. we're sitting here at the end of February. We just finished the Southwest show. We did. It was that a great was show. fun. Good show. Yep. Yeah, they Always they put show. on a great show. So kudos to them. They're going to Fort Worth next year. Yeah, I think that'll be great. For yeah, them. that'll be good. So we'll, yeah, they they got they outgrew the Arlington Convention Center and then they had an annex and we were in the annex and sometimes the annex <laughs> doesn't get as much traffic. I thought it was a great show. Yeah, we got, it was we good. To lots of people. It was yeah. Great. But uh, but then they, it'll be all together in Fort Worth, and Fort Worth's a great town. You it know, is. it's great to hang so out in Fort fun. Worth. But let's talk about the ICA show, Nashville, Nashville. Tennessee. We're back in Nashville. Boy, are we excited? We are. That that is a great town. People were so excited about that as an as a venue. You know, there's there's some real geographical advantages to Nashville. Oh yeah. You know, just everything right there. More hotels this year. More hotels this year, though they're selling out fast again. So oh, we're gosh. adding them furiously. I better get busy. Get busy and get your rooms. Yeah, I need to do that. We're May 13th to 15th at the Music City Center, right in downtown Nashville. Um, this is we are poised to have our biggest show ever. Oh man, which is crazy to you, think about. Yeah, I mean, I very mean, indicative of how wonderful this industry is doing right now. But. Yeah. Um, we are actually close to selling out the trade show floor, if you can believe it. That's fantastic. Which is That's awesome. Good. Yeah. And so, when was the last time we sold out? Have we ever sold out? I don't out? think we've ever sold out. I mean, this really? is, we've surpassed the square footage for yeah. every show we've ever done before. So this is the biggest show ever. Yeah. 180, 190,000 square feet. Oh, David, you're going to. I think, I think it's somewhere in that somewhere neighborhood. In that yeah. I think it was in the 160s when in the last couple of years. Yeah. I think we're, but, but we're, we're close to selling out. So, yeah. um, it's, it's going to be a big show. There's going to be a ton to see. 
a lot of people to see. We've done a lot with the education program this year. And yeah. so we tried to expand the reach of the education program to more people. Uh, so we have the premium pass, which will be a little bit more focused in four specific content areas and um, really designed to help you kind of step out of your business for a few days and really look at things from a very high level. The speakers we've engaged in that program are some of the most renowned top business experts that you'll find, and they all have tons of books, so we'll have a great bookstore. On, Good. Um, we're going to have a bookstore? We're going to have a bookstore awesome. this year because That'll everybody's be got all these great books that they've written, yeah. so we want to be able to ex- extend that. So um, that program is is just going to be – I'm really excited about it. I want to attend every single session that's available, and we'll have these really awesome wrap-up sessions on Wednesday, which might sound like a throwout, but they're not. I mean, they're going to really take – all of the key themes from each of those four areas and really bring them together into actionable um, takeaways that you can bring back to your business. And we're hoping to have that graphic recorder, which I mentioned to you uh, before, as part of those sessions so that, again, you have kind of a representation of all of the great ideas that will come out of that. So don't don't leave early. Be there on Wednesday morning because those okay. are going to be great. Yeah. I mean, um, everybody misses that on the third day, and the third day sometimes has the best jams. I agree. I agree. You know, so if you're going to make the effort to go, go three days, you know, get your guys to go, go to the sessions, you yeah. know, get to bed early, whatever early means well, to you. <laughs> or don't, but just drink a lot of hot coffee in the yeah, morning. <laughs> yeah, but I, I love it. I mean, you and I are learners, right? We yeah. love to learn, and so I just, I love going to those things, so... Well, good. Let's talk about your new role. So you've sure. gone from being chief operating officer to chief content officer. So that's an exciting thing there. So tell me, tell what me what mean? you're doing, and then give us some uh, some snippets on ICA. So what uh, you know, to tell me about your role change and why it was done, and what what your plans are. So um, my new role as the chief content officer puts me. Uh, in a great place to oversee all of the education, training, and professional development for the association, as well as all of the other content that we produce. So uh, the easiest way to think about it is all of these great sessions that we're having at the Car Wash Show. I have a team that runs those sessions, but um, I oversee sort of the the strategy behind all the different sessions that we'll be offering any of our other events that we have, I'm responsible for the speakers uh, for those events and the content that you'll see. So the women's program, obviously, that we've been talking about, um, the Car Wash Excellence Summit that we do in June, the Supplier CEO Summit, and any other new events that we'll be launching, which I'll talk about in a second. Um, I also have responsibility and oversight now for Car Wash Magazine. So the idea eventually is that all of this great content that we get from these face-to-face and in-person trainings and um, professional development opportunities, that we can extend that reach through the magazine, um, through the magazine's website, carwashmagazine.com, and really be able to tell our story and get more information out to operators in varying different ways. And then finally, I also oversee um, all of the research entities. So this year is a year of research for the consumer study for the U.S. So we have the consumer study now in the U.S., Europe, and Australia on a three-year rotating cycle. Uh, This is a U.S. study year, and so the results of that will be launched next year. We're in the process of conducting that research this year, which is really exciting. And again, that's a big body of knowledge that I think we probably don't take enough advantage of. Um, It's probably a bit intimidating to an operator to thumb through 785 slides worth of data. And so one of my goals for this year is to really be able to take that study and make it digestible and um, informative to operators in ways that are actionable, that they can they can take it and, and use that data to make meaningful decisions within their companies. So um, that's also really exciting. And then we're also looking at ways 
to um, see what role ICA can play in additional training for um, for operator for operating companies, really. So um, I've been doing a lot of research over the last couple of months to try and figure out um, what training people are doing within their organizations, where the training gaps might be. Some of you may have taken a survey um, that I had sent out earlier in this year. Did I win the survey? You didn't. I did we had three winners, Dang. and they've all been notified, oh. and they're all very excited. Okay. So all right. um, you did not win. I'm Never sorry. Never mind. That's okay. okay. <laughs> um, but we're really hoping that ICA can play a role in reaching down into your organizations further and providing some meaningful training to your people um, to help kind of identify this career path um, and to help um, car wash be a really viable career opportunity for people. We want more talented people in this industry, and so we need to kind of nurture them and show them what their pathing options are like. And so I'm really excited about what's to come um, and and what we might create and help operators with uh, in the future. So That's more to good. come there. Yeah. Uh, we do have a new program that we're launching this July, so this is hot off the presses. We have not even put anything out yet. Okay, um, you heard it here first. We're still working on the name. <laughs> That's how new it is. Um, but for now, we'll call it the ICA Executive Management Program. And we have partnered with the University of Notre Dame, um, which is very exciting, to create a one-week immersion course. Uh, I'm going to call it a mini-MBA for car washers. Uh, it will happen on-site at Notre Dame's campus, and all of the courses will be taught by Notre Dame MBA professors. So this is a really high-level course. Um, we'll have courses uh, on leadership, on operations, on financial management, um, and business strategy and marketing, as well as some business, ethic, business ethics courses. Um, like I said, it'll be one week, so the program will start on Sunday afternoon in South Bend with a campus tour and a great dinner. And then we'll have courses every day, Monday through Friday, wrapping up around 2 or 3 p.m. that Friday. So a lot of time we understand to take away from your business, but we really feel like um, this deep dive will be really great for uh, some of our, our our high-level managers, for some of our operators, and um, an opportunity for people to really kind of enhance their business skills. So um, we're excited about this partnership with Notre Dame. Well, Our first, first cohort will be uh, between 25 and 35 people. Um, so it is a limited uh, number of people, but we'll have more information here in the next few weeks about how you can apply for that program if you're interested. Um, I think it's going to be dynamite. I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah, yeah. And if you're by the time this will probably be published in two or three weeks by the time we and if you want to do this, you had better sign up because yep. it'll get sold out quick. When people find out about this, it, there's not that many slots, so you know, right. get signed up and get going if you're interested. But I think it's an exciting idea. Uh, to really give your, you know, site managers, regional managers probably, you know, yeah. or, you know, site managers at very large car washes is probably a great opportunity for them to really enhance their skills and, and to really learn some some new and different ideas from people outside the industry, which I think you can then bring in. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm excited about it. I am too. I think uh, it'll be a really different but awesome program. Yeah. Are you expecting... Owners to go, or what are you thinking? I, I would love owners to be there. I mean, I think we're looking for some diversity in that class, and I, okay. think, I think a lot of owners would benefit from it, too, especially... Good point. Um, I mean, like I said, the curriculum is uh, strong enough that I think there will be, be a lot of interest from all kinds of levels within the industry. Okay. I'll keep an eye out. Yeah. Splash. Splash. Splash is coming. October 10th and 11th. We're oh, back in Las Vegas. There you go. Good. Um, we're back at the Mirage in Las Vegas, which is where we held it in 2016, we're changing things up a little bit this year, but I think uh, all the great, same great things that you'll continue to expect. Quick hit sessions, uh, a real strong chance to, op uh, to network with 
both your peers as operators as well as our vendor sponsors. So um, we're excited. This is a really fast-paced, fun 24-hour event. So we hope you can join us in Las Vegas in October. Yeah. So splashes, to, to tell the people who haven't gone, tell them the difference between what the splash event is versus the car wash show. Oh, well, so the car wash show, obviously the the big event at the car wash show is a lot of equipment, a lot of spinning lights, a lot of kind of razzmatazz, if you will. Um, this is a little bit more bare bones, but what this allows is more meaningful conversations to happen. And so there is certainly a vendor presence. All of um, your vendor sponsors will be there um, to talk to, um, but it's really about learning from each other and having those crucial conversations. So we have those quick hit sessions that happen. We call them wash talks at Splash. So we'll probably have two full days uh, of those great quick hitting sessions. Um, we're going to set it up so that operators can really connect with other operators and learn from them and then really be able to take the time to talk to their vendor partners and say, hey, I'm having this issue or I need to solve this problem. How can you help me? Um, so it's really about that peer to peer uh, fast paced learning. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, it's it, it's it's a great event. This will be the third one. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always enjoy it. It's so the pace is so much slower. I mean, I say slower. It's it's just not as like like you saw the lights, the equipment and all that. It like drains you when you're on the floor. If you spend all day on the floor, it's a whole different feel. Yeah. I mean, I think when you're at the car wash show, it's all about touching and feeling and experiencing the equipment. We actually don't allow any equipment at Splash. And so it's really about connecting and having those meaningful conversations with each other. So Yeah. Good. So if you wanted to be a good ICA citizen and you wanted to take advantage of all the resources... The website's the best place to go, do you think? Yeah, I think. And um, what we didn't mention was at the Car Wash Show this year, we have what we're calling the new member experience. And so we really wanted to enhance um, what members uh, can get at the Car Wash Show. And so we have a couple of sessions called Peer Power Hours that are open to just members. Um, So these are sessions that will be from your peers, by your peers, to your peers. And they're on topics that you have selected and that are important to you. You have to be a member in order to access those sessions. Uh, For the first time ever, the keynote address and the member meeting will be open only to members, regardless of what pass you have. So you don't have to have a premium pass now to go to the keynote, um, but you do have to be a member of ICA or one of our partner organizations. So Sean Aker will talk on the business of happiness. Um, He's he's got a great TED Talk out there, so I suggest if you're interested in seeing what um, he's like, you can check out his TED Talk. But that will be our keynote address. Um, And then some additional awesome benefits you get as a member is you'll get your badges mailed to you ahead of time if you register by April 24th. Um, you'll uh, So you don't have to stand in line to pick up your badge. You've got trade show hours that are member-only trade show hours now, so you'll get an extra hour on the floor both on Tuesday and Wednesday. And uh, finally, we'll provide a shuttle for you right back to the airport on Wednesday uh, from the convention center in Nashville so you can maximize the amount of time you can spend at the show. So, Fantastic. Yeah. Good, good. Those are all exciting changes. So, yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, we're getting better and better at this. So we're going to be busting out of Nashville if we're not careful. I know, and we're scheduled to be back there in a couple of years, so it'll yeah. be great. Yeah. Now, it's 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 hard. So one thing I want to – it's hard to book the week, right? So this is Mother Day weekend again. Yeah. I've heard this already. but yes. <laughs> the thing I think people don't understand is we, we can't really choose the dates. Right. I mean – how far out is Nashville booking right now? So we are booked through, we, ICA, are booked through 2024 in Nashville. And so we're back there in 2022 and 2024. Okay. Um, and then we're working on, you know, finding dates beyond that. But Nashville as a city has just boomed from a convention business. I mean, they can't right. build hotels fast enough. The Music City Center is gorgeous, so everybody wants to be there. And, of course, Nashville just as a city in, in general 
is undergoing like this amazing renaissance and all of a sudden it was a very affordable place to live and that's no longer. So yeah, yeah. Um, like Colorado Springs. <laughs> yeah. Everybody wants to be in Nashville. So, um, we do our best, you know, we hate that it's mother's day too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we, we do our best to try and, and book around that. But unfortunately sometimes we, yeah, we take the best we can it. get. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, these things are booking out. I mean, they're booked out five years, oh, seven yeah. years. I oh, mean, yeah, that's one sure. thing people don't realize is, you know, we're already talking about five, six, seven years out mm-hmm. and, you know, there's not a lot of date availability and, and this is what associations do. And, you know, industries, they, you know, they, when, when the economy's doing well, these things get booked out real far in advance because you got to put down money to book these things. Oh yeah. Big time. And they're, when, they're, when they're, there's economic confidence, then people will book out in advance. Now, sometimes when they see a recession or something, some of those deposits will drop out and then availability right. comes up. But it's just getting tougher and tougher. Even in Las Vegas, it's oh, getting yeah. tough. Las, Ve- Las Vegas is really hard to have a trade show in these days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the unique thing about the trade show, we'll just talk about it real quick. We have a, we, we have a unique trade show in that we've got certain requirements that we've got. We have electrical requirements. And I think Nashville, two years ago, said that was the most electricity they've ever used yeah. at a trade show. Yeah, in 2016. Was, I wonder if that still holds true. I don't know. It would be interesting. But, they, you know, they had some issues trying to get it all hooked up. I think they'll be better this year, I would yeah, imagine. they know what to expect. <laughs> but, but weight is a big issue, too. We just can't have the trade show anywhere because right. of the requirements of all that equipment weighs so much. And so we've got to have the right type of facility that can support all the weight right. of the trade show. So those are some trivia things that sometimes, we, you know, people don't think about. Why don't you have it in, you know, Milwaukee or Denver or whatever? Well, you know, you might be able to, but sometimes you can't. Yeah. You know. And space, honestly, is a consideration for us. I mean, finding halls that are big enough to accommodate us. Yeah. Yeah. Especially as we grow. So that's an issue. Well, good. Well, Claire, great discussion. Thank you. I appreciate the time. Let's do it again. It's always right. good. And I think we got a good catch up and, uh, you know, looking forward to all the new sessions that are coming up this year. Yeah, I hope I hope to see you all at the show. And uh, any feedback you have on any of the speakers or any of the content, I, my ears are open. So good. Thank good. you. Well, thanks so much. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of The How of Car Washing. You can always leave a comment if you'd like to on Apple iTunes or Stitcher. Those are our two major distributions. Or you can go to our website at www.thehowofcarwashing.com. This is your host, David Begin. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time on The How of Car Washing. Thank you for listening to The How of Car Washing. For more information, links, and other resources, please visit thehowofcarwashing.com and leave us a comment if you have a topic you would like discussed. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to having you next time on The How of Car Washing.